0: Hey, this is Greg McAfee, and welcome to The Greg McAfee Show. Now, let's get started. And welcome back to The Greg McAfee Show, where we discuss steps to successful entrepreneurship, how to take your business to new heights, and ultimately follow your dreams. Today, we're going to be discussing how to make your business life better. So first of all, I just want to say thanks for listening or watching whatever you're doing right now. Um, Also, I just want to let you know that um, I've been recommending a really good book uh, to the uh, people that I've been coaching. And if you've not read Who Moved My Cheese, um, I challenge you, read Who Moved My Cheese, because it's just a great little book. It's a quick read and uh, just put yourself in that book with those little characters, and I think it'll change your business and uh, help you adapt to change much better, because nobody likes change unless it's, unless it's their idea, right? So read the book. I recommend um, Who Moved My Cheese. So how to make your business life better. First of all, you have to see opportunity. Uh, I think we should, as entrepreneurs, we should see opportunity in everything. We should see an opportunity. When my phone rings, I think opportunity. When a customer calls, it's an opportunity. It could be an opportunity for a service call. It could just be an opportunity to help someone, or it could be an opportunity for a $20,000 sale. So Every phone call is definitely an opportunity. We have to see opportunity in all we do. So why would anyone want to do business with you? You have to offer something better than the other hundreds or thousands of competitors you have in your market, because we have hundreds. We're in little Dayton, Ohio here, and we have about 500 heating and air conditioning companies. Um, No, we don't all compete with each other. Matter of fact, I invited, or I didn't invite, someone called me and wanted to know if I could give them a tour, and they're um, they're only about five to eight miles away uh, from my office. And I said, sure, come over. And we spent about an hour. I gave him a tour of my uh, facility and um, we kind of laughed because we've never competed with each other uh, that we know of. And uh, so you could have hundreds and never compete with certain ones. And that doesn't mean you're better than anyone else. It just means you're covering or you are uh, serving a different kind of market. That's what that means. But why would anyone want to do business with you? What are, why are you different than the other? Why are you different than your competitors? I mean, we only compete with a couple. I've said this before. We only compete with a couple. I mean, a handful. You know, maybe three to five at the most. That's, that's who we compete with. And uh, we've got to do better to, uh, number one, get the, the customer to call us Number two, to get the customer to choose us when we're sitting across the table uh, from them. So does your product or service solve a problem for your customer? It better. I mean, I'm in the heating and air conditioning business and my product and service is to keep people comfortable, bottom line. So we better do that and we better do it well. And in in order to um, make your business life better, you've got to see an opportunity, but you've got to listen to your customers to understand what they want. Not just what you think they want. You've got to understand what they want. Uh, we've done many. We've invited customers in here um, and had questionnaires for them to fill out. And then we actually have let them watch some of our new TV commercials. Kind of a focus group type thing where they, they get to talk and they get to share. What do they like about McAfee? Why'd they call us? Why'd they choose us? And that's good stuff to know. Uh, most companies don't do that. They, they don't even think about doing that. Most people think they know what their customer wants, and they really don't know what their customer wants. Um, also, in order to see opportunity, you've got to talk to your uh, team. You've got to talk to your employees. You've got to find out what they want. So many um, business owners do not talk to their employees. Uh, they, they, they kind of put them off to the side. Just do your job, and I'll pay you, but I don't, I don't want to know what you think. Quite the opposite here at McAfee. I want to know what everybody thinks. Um, down to the the driver, the delivery driver, you know, all the way up to our uh, VP of operations. I want to know what everybody's thinking. How can I get better? What can we do different? All those types of things. So that's number one. See opportunity. Number two is have a purpose. Why are you in business? What is your purpose? And Fill the gaps. Here's what I mean by filling the gaps. Uh, as as I have coached entrepreneurs, business owners in wide variety of trades, HVAC, electrical, plumbing, landscaping, lawn care, roofing, home improvement. Uh, we have a lot of gaps to fill because a lot of people have chips on their shoulders. They think they have something to prove to some family member that said they couldn't do it. I had someone said, I had a very close family member say he'll never make it. He, he doesn't have the know-how. He doesn't have any business education. He doesn't have enough experience. And it got back to me, of course, that uh, I was told that I could not do this. So, of course, I wanted to prove them wrong. Uh, but I didn't let that chip sit on my shoulder too long because what if I failed? I'd still be Greg. I'd be okay. I could probably go do something else. (laughs) Notice I said probably. Uh, So fill your gaps. Make sure your gaps are filled the first couple years of business. Get those out of the way. Get that chip off your shoulder. Um, Have a purpose. What's the purpose of your business other than making money? I just, at McAfee, number one, we just serve people and enjoy helping children, have a better life, basically. We just serve people. If you want to start, if you want to start with our own, our McAfee team, we serve people by train continuing to train, 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 and train and make them better. And I'm going to talk about this in a little bit. Um I have a a good friend and a person who runs our creative, um, he owns his own company, and we sub out to them uh, the creativity at McAfee, and uh, so they handle all the advertising, the marketing, the branding, social media, all that stuff right now, and uh, they're doing a great job, and we were in a meeting the other day, and he told me, he said, you know, when you think when I think about McAfee, from what I've heard and what I know now, you guys create your own competition. and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about that here in a little bit. Um, it's pretty neat when you think about that you do something so well that you're actually creating your own competition. Now save that, and I'll come back to it. So we just like to serve people and help children. So training our employees, making them better, taking care of our customer like no other. Just making sure they're, number one, they're comfortable since we're in the heating and air industry, making sure their system's quiet, comfortable, all that good stuff. Uh, but also we serve our community in in many different ways, taking care of people, taking care of children, whether it's uh, supporting the Salvation Army, which we do right now and many other um, organizations, but the Salvation Army Army's our, our biggest one. And we're able to help basically thousands of children, um, whether it's feeding them, clothing them, keeping them comfortable, warm, all that, finding a home for them, all that kind of stuff that the Salvation Army does. So see opportunity, have a purpose. And then number three is, in order to uh, make your business life better, uh, we have to learn to delegate. And I coach so many business owners who just cannot get their head around delegating and they're still doing it. They're still doing a lot of on their own. A lot of the company is run by them. They're touching everything. Remember what I've said and I I learned from um, Dave Sullivan who taught me that an entrepreneur to at a certain point in their business life is employed from the neck up, okay? Quit touching things. Um, delegating does a lot of things. Number one, it empowers your team. It puts them, it gives them some power and it it helps them grow as an individual and as a company person. It helps them grow to be able to do things. Are they going to make mistakes? Absolutely. You made mistakes. I make mistakes every day. Uh, yeah, they're going to make mistakes. So, um, but it also frees you up. When you're able to delegate and you're able to give some of the stuff you shouldn't be touching to someone else, it frees you up to do what you should be touching and what you do best. And and you'll have to figure out what that is. For me, it's, it's uh, continuing to setting the vision for the company, continuing to come up with creative ideas uh, with my creative team. And Um, I just love dabbling in um, marketing and advertising and branding. And I love doing these podcasts. I love doing the Iron Sharpens Iron um, post every day on Facebook. And I just love doing stuff like that. And there's some things I just enjoy doing and I want to do. The rest I leave to my team and other companies like I was talking about, creative companies, all those types of things that we uh, subcontract too. And it also learning to delegate shows that you actually were not the best at it. Uh, very humbling. Um, great example is I thought I was the best salesman in the world. I owned the company. My name was on it. Hi, I'm Greg McAfee. I'm here to sell you until we hired some better salespeople. Now, granted, I trained them and we do a lot of closing classes and all that, which by the way, November 9th, I have a how to close more sales class on a Zoom. Uh, it goes from 9 a.m. to noon and it's 1995 $1995. It's probably worth $10,000 because we're going to teach people the whole McAfee sales process of how we close and we've averaged 82% closing for the entire um, last 12 months. Um, last week I had a sales, uh, comfort advisor hit, um, around 92%. And, uh, we, we just, uh, we've got it down. We know our customer, we know how to brand, we know a lot of things, which I'm going to teach in that class. So if you're interested in that, uh, please email me at greg at and you can be part of that class and I guarantee the class. If it doesn't work for you, I'll give you your money back. It's $19.95. It's a small investment to be able to get another two, three, four, five, 10, 15, 20 sales a month. It depends on how large you are. Uh, but I guarantee you, I can help you close more uh, sales and close them at a higher price, by the way. All right. So you've got see opportunity, have a purpose, learn to delegate, hang out with winners very important in order to make your business life better you've got to hang out with winners I have to hang out with winners being around successful people will make you want to be more successful now I I think I've mentioned this on this uh, show that you know I've had a challenge with my weight and um, for the last 20 30 years um, n- nothing extremely major but enough for me where it's at times extremely uncomfortable and I'm just not comfortable in my own skin when i get uh at that point and and have to shed some pounds and if you're if you're blessed with a um body that you never gain weight and it's not in your genes to gain weight, then bless your heart. Uh, but the rest of us aren't. Um, and, uh, but I can tell you this, when I hang around with people who are fit, I become more motivated to be fit. When I hang around people who are more successful than me, I become more motivated to be more successful. Um, we also get better advice when we hang around with successful people. That's a fact. Uh, When you hang around with winners, you get winning advice. Uh, We also get better referrals from people when we hang out with people who are more successful because typically they hang out with more successful people and they're going to refer you and basically you start doing business like we have um, with many successful people who tell many more successful people and they're calling us and their expectation is a much higher ticket price than what a non-successful person would be willing to pay. That's a fact. Okay. Then we've got own your own, own your business. What do I mean by that? Well, you say, I'm listening and I own my own business. No, I want you to own your own business by focusing on your own business. I want you to focus on your own business. I want myself. I have to focus on my own business. Now I have to know my competition. I do spend time studying my competition because I have to know who's out there, and then I pass it on to my team of who needs to know about more competition and what they sell, how many they have, how many uh, employees they have, how many trucks they have, what's their average ticket price. We're all about that. However. Our main focus is on our business, and you know there's never been a good farmer that worked other people's farms that was successful um, at being a good farmer, because um, when you're looking at other people's farms, you get weeds growing in your own farm, and that's exactly what happens if you're only focusing on other businesses and worried about what they are. They're doing, or what they do, and how many people they have, and how how much that grass looks greener over there in that business. They must have it made. Trust me, they have. They might have a few more zeros than you, but they have they have a a lot more problems with you with more zeros than you. So uh, don't get caught up in that. And what matters to you most is where you spend your time and spend your thoughts. That that's what should matter to you most. And Where we spend our time and what we think about is what's important to us. And I would rather much, uh, you know, my family comes first, God comes first, family. But my business is my business. And I'm not worried about what my competition's doing. I'd like to think they're worrying about what we're doing. We're a pain. We're a thorn in their flesh. I'm going to tell you right now that we are a thorn in their flesh because we're constantly growing. We're constantly making things happen. And we um, we're just constantly changing things. That's why I talk about the book "Who Moved My Cheese." If you haven't read it, please read it. It will help you. It will change your life. A little book like that can change your life. Change the way you do things. All right. The next one is encourage your team. We need to we need to encourage our team. We need to first of all we need to provide support uh, for our team. And we need to encourage them. Um, You've got to provide support. They got to know your team needs to know you're there for them. Whether it's well, first of all, the owner should be there for them. I don't care how big you get. If 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 we had 400 people, they need to know Greg McAfee's here for them. If we got 4,000 people, they need to know Greg McAfee's pulling for them, supporting them making things happen for them, taking care of them, providing things for them to help their job go better and to encourage them. And we've got to have clear communication. The biggest breakdown in a company is lack of communication. I ask people I coach all the day, when's the last time you had a company meeting? I mean, for some, it's been years. For some, it's been years. For some, they've never had one. They don't, I mean, the question is always comes up with someone is, what do you say during a company meeting? Let me tell you what you say during a company meeting. The first thing I start off with is, thank you. Thank you guys for what you do. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for working in places that aren't pleasant to work in. Thank you for choosing us to work for. I mean, just start off with thank you and I can talk for 10 minutes or more. And then just let them know what your what your goals are, what your plans are. Share with them some things, bring them in, and then ask them for ideas. Does anybody have a better idea? Does anybody, if you ran this company, what would you do different? Write it down. Because your first meeting, they're going to be in shock. You've never had a meeting they're going to be in shock. They're not going to know what to do. Okay. So give them a piece of paper, make sure they have a pen, write it down. If you ran this place, what would you do different? I want to know. I personally want to know. Clear communication is very important. Know your team and praise them. Thanking them is praising. Thank you. Good job. And don't just be so generic, like thanks for all you do. Like I just said, because that's pretty generic. Thank you, Joe, for doing that job yesterday. It looks great. I love how that line set ran. I love how that electric line's perfectly straight. I love how you did the outdoor unit. Thank you. Um, Means a lot. It's got my name on it. I appreciate it. Cause we've been private labeling since 2003. So every unit's got my name on it. I like it to look extremely well. Lastly, very important. This is where I'm going to talk about uh, growing our own competition, like I mentioned earlier. Um, help others. Just help others. Here's what I mean by that. First of all, serving others is more important than profits. Helping, serving others is, is more important than sales. And the reason I say that is because Zig Ziglar said it best. You can get anything you want out of life if you help enough people get what they want. And when I'm helping other people, they're helping me. Our profits are always high. Well, I can't say always, but our profits are most of the time high. And our sales are mostly high. High. We we grew every year. We grew every year for the first 25 years. Every year was up. And then we had a couple up and down. We, we when you do reach a certain point, you're gonna have ups and downs. It's a certain point where you just can't grow double digits um, forever. Unless you've heard me before about being in Florida, Las Vegas, or Arizona, or those types of climates, then I'm sure you can grow double digits forever. But you're going to be very, it's very tough to do in Dayton, Ohio. Okay, so help others, show people how to be better. We grow our own competition. So, what do I mean by that? Well, we sat down the other day. And we just had a really good class through. Um, I think I told you we were doing a class on transformational leadership. It was a seven-day course, not consecutive days. Three days here, two days here, two days here. Seven-day course, extremely good. And we just went over who who um, who has left McAfee, whether they left on their own or they were fired. Um, who's still here? And we just kind of evaluated it. the whole the whole team that's been here. And we actually figured out that approximately seven people that have worked at McAfee in the last 31 years is either they either own their own business or they manage a heating and air conditioning company. So I'm not saying they're in the top five of who we compete with but they're in. there seven of the 500 heating and air conditioning companies in the Dayton area. So we grow our own competition. These guys have been McAfee trained. They know the McAfee way. It's been planted within them. Some of them were here a long time. Some of them were here a shorter time, but they know the McAfee way and they also know it works. Now, to... Our advantage, I mean, I am, I am, I that doesn't bother me a bit. My competition doesn't bother me. It doesn't scare me. I'm not fearful of them. I love to compete and I love to win. Their problem is the, the seven, their problem is if they haven't grown since they left McAfee. So if you're in this situation, I want you to think about this. If you left another company and you started your own and you've got five, 10, 15, 20 employees. And you learned everything you knew about running a business from the company you left, you you will only go that high. The cap is here. So when they left McAfee, this is all they knew from here down. And that was a lot. And they ran out and started their own business and they did everything we were doing. They tried to at least. Some failed. There were several that tried to and failed. Um, but those seven that are out there today, they're still out there. They're still going, whether they're a one man shop or a five man shop. They're still going. And but this is all they knew. While while we were here and they left, we kept doing this. We learned more. We did more. We grew more. And they have the law of the lid down here. This is the McAfee lid. Is all they knew because if if they if they even learned everything we do, which is rare, you'd have to be in a certain position to, to really learn it all. but what they thought they knew this is where they're at and that's the law of lid. So if you're in the lid and you can't learn anything else from that other company because now you're on your own, um, my suggestion is that you get out there and learn a lot more about business so you can continue to grow or you're going to hit this you're going to hit that lid and that's about as high as you're going to go. And as I've coached companies, I've found that out that some say for the last, they haven't grown for the last three or four years and they're stagnant. Well, that's the law of the lid. They hit that lid. They're not learning anymore to grow. They're not, un, they're not taking that lid off and blossoming and growing. So think about that, guys. But I'm proud. I am extremely proud that we grow our own competition here. And as long as they're doing it the way they learned it here, at least they're doing it right. Lastly, about helping others is it helps you leave a legacy. It's more than just growing a business, it's leaving a legacy. And I think that's what's it's very important to me is leaving a legacy. I want to be known for helping children and helping families and helping the community more than I want to be known for just running McAfee heating and growing it and making money. That's, you know, that's great and wonderful. And that's the byproduct of being in business. But my legacy is much, much more than that. A legacy is about creating something that leaves a lasting impression or impact on someone, and I want to do a lot of that. Okay, um, sure, I can do it with my team. I'm hoping I leave a legacy for my team. If I get thrown under a bus tomorrow, I hope some people say, "Wow, he, they, you know, he invested in me and taught me a lot." That's that's a part of the legacy. The customers can say, if I get thrown under the bus, the customers can say, Greg McAfee took care of me. He cared about me as a customer. And then you got the whole community thing that he cared about the community enough to support this, this, and this event. So that's just huge folks. Um, that's just huge. And we are, we are happy. We are happy to uh, continue to grow this thing. We're not done yet. Hopefully, I don't get thrown under a bus. Hopefully, you don't get thrown under a bus. But I do want you to be thinking about all this kind of stuff to make your business life better and, uh, and your life in business better as well. So before we wrap it up, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe below because you can also support this podcast by rating and reviewing on iTunes. Or your preferred listening platform. Keep listening because it's podcasts like this that help you think different, help make your life better, your business better, and as always, help you sleep better at night. So don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Greg McAfee Show, no spaces, no underscores. And be sure to listen next week when we will talk about how to hire better. And I've got some really cool stuff uh, to talk about. Um, Also, why are so many people not showing up for interviews all over the United States right now? We're going to talk about that as well. Um, But how to hire better. And as always, thanks for listening. Carry on and have a great day.